Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Through the mud and the beers, blood and the cheers, I see champions come and go. So if you got the goods, mister, if you've got the balls, if you think it's your time, then step to the line and bring on your wrecking ball. Bring on your wrecking ball. Bring on your wrecking ball. I'm going to take your best shot. Take your best shot, Kelsey. Let's see what you got. You know what he's saying? Bring on your record ball. Go ahead. Bring it Doesn't on. matter. Bring it. I'm ready for it. Thank you, Chris. We're more ready today than any other day because it's Friday. And us and the boss, we fooled him again, made it to another week. I don't know how we did it, but we did it. We made it to our day. It's no one else's day but ours. Carolina, Kelsey, ever hear this song before? No. It's newer, Bruce. It's interesting. He wrote it when they were just knocking down Giant Stadium. But then as he, because he's so brilliant, he realized it had deeper meaning. So he tweaked it a little bit and he ended up releasing it as a song. That's great. I've never heard it. Look at him go. I mean, this is guys right here. I don't know. He's probably in his late 60s. I think he's maybe 70 now. Wow. He just, he's just filled with such spirit, this guy. But he just loves it. Loves what he does. Loves people. Bruce is a good man. Anyway, children. I don't know. I took a little left turn because, you know, normally we open with our queen music. This is more, I don't know, queen adjacent, king-like. Queen. I don't know if Bruce is really queenie. I think he's a queen. A, a queen? Yeah, that, yeah. You didn't hear it. A you queen king. Yeah. He's a boss. There's some people who consider themselves queens. Queens. Yeah. I, I would say I I'm more queen adjacent. Oh, okay. Yeah. What funny. makes you a queen? Like. Oh, please. You don't. I don't need to really explain it. You can okay, Google cool. it. Cool. cool. It's big with the young people. Love that. And yeah, and yeah, and I honor all the queens as I honor all the queens and the kings as well. <laughs> oh, children! Wow. Well. Kelsey, Carolina, uh, I, I am still on the program. 
and uh, still obeying my formula. And I'm getting a lot done. And I don't know, it's working. We're having our moments. But then, uh, yeah, things seem to be working out. I think today will be probably an RGF light. I have a couple of things, but been a little bit busy on the GSD front. Got a you lot really of balls have. up here. You guys know that. New Kevin's studio in, he's out, built. he's up, he's down. Like, <laughs> like where is he? Well, okay. I, I will say I have great support. Stephen the Mew, a man at 30, the AFM, is in town helping with the studio. Francisco and Lily are helping with all the leaks that Violet and me have everywhere, it seems. But any need, I digress. Um, I don't know, guys. I think it's funny. I was listening to Xavier Dogba, and I try every morning to to migrate away from the I don't know all the YouTube and podcast content that I would consider to be filled with sugar and bad carbs and fat, high in carbs. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know why I just, there's just a lot of devilish stuff I listen to that I just find very funny, but then I don't feel very good listening to it. So I go to Xavier and I go to Dr. Kim, but it's interesting. So Xavier said something about the mind and the heart that really stuck with me. He said, and I think maybe this resonates even more with women that, um, you know, your mind, um, Your mind makes decisions based on fear and safety in most cases, and your heart is your truth. And um, yeah, he followed it up with a question. He's like, does your joy feel safe? And I think what does, he means- Who does he mean? Yeah, I was just gonna say, what does he mean by joy? Well, um, I think that if we listed, if you, you know, you don't have to do a Kelsey or Carolina, but if we really were being transparent about the things that make us, bring us joy, um, you know, are we safe with that? Or are we thinking, well, that joy, oh my God, that's going to cost me a lot of money. Well, that's going to take time away from me as a mom. I'm not going to be a good mother. I'm not going to be a good partner. I'm not going to be a good employee. I'm not going to be good. You know, I think that's kind of what he's, getting at but um but yeah it just i don't know it just yeah it just spoke to me i mean you know if you if you know for me there's certain joys that if i followed i i might not be able to pay for my my mortgages yeah that's the hard part might not be able to take you know but yeah. again there's the fear right so i think that's does, yeah. that doesn't feel safe mm. I know Yogi was talking to us about like <laughs> Yogi Cameron. Yeah, Yogi Cameron on our heel event was talking about how the mind's a, a bad neighborhood and it's a place that we don't want to hang out in a lot. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yeah, well, I think that's see, that it's sense. all kind of, you know, right. I didn't bring it up for that reason, but we know on this show there's no coincidences when any of this stuff comes up. Mind's such a powerful tool, it can it can make you sick and it can heal you too. So, you know, and it is it's a great tool, but, you know, I think our hearts and stomachs really need to be called on more. Um, and I've always said, and I don't know if this relates, but I've always said 
I've known a lot of people with super high IQs, and I would say, you know what? You're going to see your IQ, your mind, that high IQ is going to betray you. What I meant by that was because they're so smart, how can they be wrong? Steven's brilliant, mm-hmm. but that's sometimes been to his – and by the way, Steven and Phil and a bunch of people who work for me have been blessed with who are super smart, super high IQs. I've known a lot of uh, filmmakers like this as well. Super high IQs, really smart. And um, their IQs betray them because I'm in your mind, you're so smart. How can you be wrong? But everyone's mm-hmm. wrong at one point or another. No one knows everything. Right. There's always going to be mistakes. So, and I see a lot of people who are just too smart. Yeah. So they lean, they just lean on that. They lean on their mind, they lean on their IQ. Do you think having a really high IQ comes along with having a really big ego? It or can. They, yeah. No, that depends. I think that depends on ra- how you're raised. Mm. You know, I've known geniuses who were told they were geniuses from the beginning and creative geniuses, and they kind of got a free path because of it. Right. And then they really never developed their skills, and they're in the same places they always were. Brilliant, raw talent. I mean, Mozart apparently, you know, at three could play piano. But what Crazy. people neglect is that, yeah, but what people leave out is the dad was also a brilliant composer who was a, 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 a demanding and very brilliant coach. So, so much practice, so much to get to that level. So sometimes your genius can betray you as well. And then if the genius is realized, yes, still can betray you because then your ego is so big that, yeah, you're like, no, I I can't be wrong. I I see it. I'll tell you, I think humility goes so far. I remember being really impressed by Woody Allen as a filmmaker. I thought if anyone, you know, he's into jazz music and he seems like he's so well read. And I thought, goodness, if anyone is going to be super snotty and think his way is the only way, it's Woody Allen. But yet, no, he's he's very beholding to test audiences, to, you know, random people and is walking through. It could be a janitor going through the edit bay. He'd say, hey, can you take a look at this? Um, that humility is so important, you know, so important in, in leadership. And they, uh, listen, I also had a doctor once tell me, doc, Dr. Orion, he's been on our show. And Simon, he said to me, He's like, you know, who makes sometimes makes the best doctors? I said, who? He's like, the the one, the guys and the girls who got bees. Especially he said the guys, because we all know that guys can have the fat head ego, which by the way, great documentary on Ben Franklin. Thank you, Ken Burns. Thank you, PBS. But you know, Ben Franklin had very strong opinions about people who attended Harvard and how they came for money. And it was their their they developed this arrogance that was false. And he called them blockheads. So he even he knew about the fatheads. He just called them blockheads. But um, see, now I lost my train of thought. Let's take a break. No, what, what was I saying? You guys were uh, talking. You were talking about ego and IQ. And, and what was I saying right before that? Though I was leading somewhere with the um, about blockheads. Um, ben Franklin not liking people. Before at Harvard. Ben Franklin. Oh no. <laughs> Mozart and his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess. So. Training. I yeah, wait, that's too far behind. Oh, well. 
<laughs> Lost. <laughs> Three ADDs. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I just, I think that, you know, I, I think that uh, the B, the, he was saying the, you know, B doctors, and I know a lot of A doctors, the doctors who got all A's, let's say, and it's a male ego and they can't be wrong. And they literally don't even listen to you when you say to them, and I've dealt with them, like, no, this is really what's going on. No, no, no. You don't know my body. I mean, listen, my, thank God I got to Dr. Allison, who was like, dude, get in here, Maria. Look at his cortisol levels. They're flat. I, I, you should have a 23-year-old triathlete who can't get out of bed. I don't know why this crazy <laughs> Guido's been climbing ladders and lifting and lugging and producing, doing, you know. I'm like, thank you. But every other smart doctor, straight-A doctor was like, no, it's just in your head. You just got a lot of stress in your life. And we'll just give you more medicine for your thyroid. So I think, um, yeah, I, you know, again, don't know how we got there. Oh, talking about mind, how the mind is. Yeah, the mind's great too, but yeah, I've seen it a lot. And I think if you are the smart one, you know, you can be a lot smarter if you do check yourself and you have a good committee around you and you're humble and you're open to learning. And by the way, and that's how you grow. But if you study a lot of the geniuses of the world, you know, they all kind of, you know, they all kind of, the, the Einsteins, whatever, they all carried that sentiment. You know, they all had that sentiment. So I think it's, I don't know, something to be aware of. But I think going back to, you know, joy, um, because I just, I don't know, this whole experience, experience i'm just so much more aware of energy we've talked about how energy of other people but it's also the energy you're putting out that field but obeying you know when you're feeling good when you're not and you know i don't mean feeling good after a bunch of drinks or whatever you, pills you took or you know but i think what's bringing you joy and then leaning into that but then also conversely, what is not, what is draining you, what's depleting you and saying, okay, I'm out. I got to get out of this. And knowing you can get out of it unless, you know, it's literally paying your bills. I can understand that. But even when it is the stuff that's mandatory, I always tell you guys, like, I love the Mark Zuckerberg line in social network. Like, Mr. Zuckerberg, do I have your attention? You have the most minimal amount of my attention. So those things that take your energy but are necessary, you know, there's maybe teachers you have to deal with or children, for your children, there's family members you have to deal with or employers or fellow employees or employees you have to deal with. Okay, fine. But you got to find a way to give them the most minimal. And then you have to take the data on what's bringing you that joy and say, okay, well, how do I lean in? Or how do I answer that? And I think especially when you're sick or when it's acute. And I think if you aren't in those situations fine but i do think if you don't take that data and you don't honor it i think eventually it, it, it this is when you're going to start springing leaks it's when rivets are going to pop this is when we're going to get strained um the other question xavier asked and um if you didn't and we'll take a break on this if you didn't fear being rejected by others <laughs> what would you be doing if you didn't fear failure or lack of resources or even th or thoughts that it's too late to pursue, you know, what gives you joy, what would you be doing? 
Kind of interesting. All right, you think about that. We'll take a little break and we'll be right back. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. This is more like it. This is Friday to me. You see, Carolina, these are our girls from Baccarat. By the way, 
I'm going to say this. I've not seen this appearance where they're in the Ellen power suits. We're used to them in the evening gowns. I haven't seen this either. Big wow. fan. Wow, just showing how multifaceted they were. Look at them ahead of their time. They're in one of my power suits. They're crushing it. Kev, do you want black or white? And then I can get the other. Oh, see, Kelsey, like, this is the shadow me. I want the white. Okay. Yeah, of the dark tan. I love it. Wow. Interesting how they went from the yeah from the gowns to the. And and they have this, their dance, it's it's choreographed, but it's masculine. Right? It kind of is. It's not. Yeah. You know. I mean. It's, wow. I, I like it. It looks good. They're still giving to us. I'm pretty sure my mom loves this song. Sounds very familiar. I think because it was on the H&M commercial, Kelsey, wasn't it? H&M and Charlotte Tilbury used it. Incredible. We're like, Kevin, what the heck? Such a visionary. Well, allegedly. (laughs) It's funny, you know, on on StreamYard, we all put our names and Caroline has Caro, Kelsey has Kelsey. And I usually put Kev the failure, but I realized that's mental violence, so I changed it to Kev the fun magnet. And you are a fun magnet. I'd like, you know what? Again, my shadow side, total fun magnet. Total fun In my magnet. fake life, yes. Look at Winnie smiling. She just, Kelsey, she loves you. She's my best friend. So, yeah, if you didn't fear being rejected by others, what would you be doing? Very interesting, right? I mean, again, it might not affect us as much. I mean, I I had to deal with that for decades, especially getting out of college because, Mm. you know, I had all those friends that were taking the mainstream jobs with benefits and, you know, and then that made them insecure and uncomfortable. So then they would really lean into me, try to make me feel bad enough to jump off the cliff with them. But so, I, you know, I'm past it, but I know with a lot of other people, there's fear. Um of being rejected by others, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think we don't even really realize like that was, or we don't realize how much like external validation we seek. Maybe some people do. I know I did it until like, (laughs) that was one thing when I did my improv class, I was like, damn, I really care what people think because I like when I did it, when I was younger, I did not care and I would do anything. And then like this last year I was like, Oh my God. And even my teacher was like, I feel like you hold back. Like you're like mm. right there and you hold back. And I was like, yeah, cause Yikes. I care now. Oh, I, I never used to. I just got so many thoughts. I'll, I'll speak to it in a second, but Carolina, yeah. you talk, speak to this because Carolina, your background is in theater. Acting. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think it's like a learned behavior because as a kid, you're so fearless. You don't care what anyone thinks. And then yeah. the older and older you get, the more and more it hits. Society wears you down. And it sucks and it's really hard. And it's like, even if your inner heart wants something so bad, you, your fears take over and then you kind of get stuck in like a box. You know, when you get older, you do get weaker in a lot of ways. And that's one of them, you know, weaker in the sense now maybe you have a little something, now you're afraid to lose it. You're not afraid when you're in your, it's all ahead of you when you're in your teens, even your early 20s. You're like, I don't know, whatever, I have nothing and I'm good. And um, 
Yeah. You know, and it's funny. I think I, what I'd like to say is I've done this too. And I, and I, I think I'm hoping by bringing this up today, you maybe if you're afraid of what being rejected by others, if you pursue your joy, or if you're afraid of what other people think when you pursue your joy, it'll help you disregard that. But I also think that if you're on the other side of it and you're the one who's going to judge somebody, so don't we all know the person in life who just takes the left turn and says, I'm going to now start singing in a rock band. I'm going to, yep. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, shaving my head. I don't know. I'm going to dye my hair purple, but I'll go to Dr. Kim DeRamo. You know, I mean, she's a, she's an ER doctor who now is um, into mind body healing and she's brilliant, gifted. She pursues singing now, and I bet you anything, you know. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. I love you know, that. Yeah, she's in a band, and she talk, you know, she talks about it on her show. She's, a, but I think that, you know, those are the things that, the older you get, the more people would judge you for that, right? We judge those people for that. We go, oh, really, really, bitch, so You know what I mean? Go back yeah. in your box, you know, and um. Mm -hmm. And I think that as much as I hope we're speaking to people to who have those fears to lose those fears and just do what gives them joy and block that out. I also want to speak to the 90% of us who judge and I've been one of them and I don't want to be that, but I've been the one who just sees something. Ah, what, what are you doing? What's with the, you know, you're 50 something years old. What's with the purple hair or what, you know, which I don't do, but I'm just saying, I'm just trying to give an example of when someone takes, that crazy left turn, you kind of raise your eyebrow and go, what are you doing? But it's, yeah, we shouldn't do that because that's what brings you joy and bliss, you know? And yeah, I think, again, I think people just get insecure because they don't have the courage to that's do what it. That's I think too. Yeah. yeah. But let's they, not be on that. a lot from that and just the box of society right like it's like yeah. oh no you actually shouldn't be doing that like right, you're a mom you're a right. you're it's this like, you're that who are you to say that's weird you know? let them do their thing but yeah um, we've all been there for sure because we're used to seeing what's quote-unquote normal right and it's like yeah. Yeah. exactly sometimes it's like a knee-jerk reaction you're like oh my gosh they're doing what and then it's like no that's okay like it's their life mm -hmm. they should right we should allow that but then we should allow for ourselves too Right. Yeah, yeah, I think, Kelsey, that's from getting beat down, unfortunately. And that's from people telling you, "Yep, no, you can't. You have to stay in your box. You have to stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. You're too um, big. You're too loud. You're mama. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, sure. be happy with where you're at. And, yeah. you know. I, yeah. And now, listen, I also will say I've seen people go off the deep end for their, quote, unquote, joy and mm -hmm. light their whole world on fire. <laughs> And then end up with nothing, you know, I mean, and that's not the right way that I don't advocate for that either. You know, I'm very big on, um, I think you have to work for anything in this world. I think anything, your joy, whether it's, you know, and again, maybe that's not work isn't the right word, but I just don't think anything comes easy. So, you know, remember what filthy told me on the construction site, people, you can scam all you want. But you got to work. But you got to work. 
So he said, so make sure you get a job that pays you. So you have a w- W-2 form that you file with the government. So all the scamming you do on the side, you're selling your hot merchandise, your drugs, your, <laughs> you know, your, all your gambling money. That way, you know, the police, the feds, they won't look at you because they'll, you have a job you're earning. But it's the guys who don't have a job who are just scamming but not really working. Well, they're the ones who get caught. Right. Now, how does that apply to us? Well, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Anyone who's new or just needs a reminder. How I always took that metaphor was, yeah, go sing in your rock band. Great scam. <laughs> go make your movies. Great, fantastic scam. Go do the Tomorrow Show, you know, at nighttime in your garage. Phenomenal scam. But got to work. You know, I was still, I still worked you know, all, all the jobs I needed to, to make money to support that. Um, so I just think like, I, I do think sometimes I've seen people just snap and light it all on fire for their joy. And then there is, then there is no joy. Then it's like, you're a double loser and let's not get into why the Fonz had to jump the shark against the California kid. Who didn't, right. You know, why Fonz? You didn't need to do this because... Whatever he said to Richie, if we used to call him kid or whatever, he had a nickname for him. Maybe it was Red. I don't know. He said, because he didn't get his acting job, but he went to L.A. to become a movie star. And he said, I ain't going home a double loser. So Fonz is going to be a double loser. We're not going to be double losers. So when you cancel your whole life just for your joy, now you've lost your life and then maybe you don't have your joy. Now you're a double loser. So there's a way to do it. You know, there's a way to do it. Part and parcel. You know, I was coaching someone today and I, you know, I was telling them why, you know, why they don't need to be too afraid, at least in our, in our business and why to take any kind of um, head games or toxicity or emotional abuse with a grain of salt. You know, Maria was jumping in about the Harvey Weinsteins of the world. I'm like, Maria, they're passe. And she's like, they're not, they're still out there. I go, they are Maria, but they're all outed. This generation knows it. The, you know, what you really need to prepare this person for is the treachery, is the head games, is the smiling in your face and gaslighting you. I go, Maria, that's what gave you a tumor. It wasn't, you were fortunate. You didn't have to deal with the, 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 that her sexual harassment, you know, you dealt with what 90% of Hollywood deals with and no one talks about that gets everyone sick. Uh, but I was saying to the, this person, I said, but here's what you take. This is why you can laugh it off. You don't, it, the, the person wants to be a filmmaker. So I was like, we, we can me and you with our two iPhones. You could do it with your one iPhone with our two iPhones. We can make a great movie right now. You know, you know so the nice thing is about your generation. You're also, you won't take it, but you also have the opportunity to do your own thing. So whatever these people say or do to you, it's not real. By the way, it was never real anyway. You know, we may, it, it could be real in the sense if they did listen blackball you and I've seen them do that. So I guess it is real, but it's less real today. You know, I used to you know tell Maria, um, you know, all the time about, uh, I used to have to prepare her mentally. You know, we talked about this. I had to watch the Miley Cyrus video when Miley was, uh, was it the VMAs? 
VMAs, yeah. That she danced a wrecking ball, her version of wrecking ball, with yep. um Oh no, it's no, not wrecking Thick. ball. It was no, a Robin Thick and it was, it was Robin uh, Thick and it was Robin Thick's hit song. We got this or can't stop this or whatever it is. Yeah. His big, big giant song that he'll cash checks on for the rest of his life. For the rest of his life, yeah. Yeah. And she just was half naked with her tongue out and just twerking and her phone and, finger. And not given an F. And I just mm-hmm. said, Maria, that's the sentiment you need to bring to this job because the things they're saying to you, you've brought up ratings, you've delivered A-list stars, these fools, this fourth place shows never had. So they're clearly idiots. They're clearly ridiculous. So why would, why would you respond in a sane way? You wouldn't. Twerk and smile and let, you know, I used to crank in her trailer. Here we go, everyone. <laughs> Look at Miley. She's not giving an F. Why should we? But I also, I'll tell you, we'll have to, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll play that scene. I've played it before. Spectre of the Gun from Star Trek. Very, the bullets very aren't real. Important. That's right. The bullets aren't real. Oh, it's so hard though. Like, it is real. Guys, it's hard. I know, but you have to remind yourself and you have to have those friends who tell you it's not real. Mm. Um, yeah, I had a friend this week, she works with a, she's producing now for two A-listers and they're very, very demanding and they're, it's, they're very demanding and a little kooky and their teams are toxic. And, um, but again, I'm like, this isn't real. You're, you're literally just doing this to, you know, and, and, and I think when you're in those situations, I, I always said everybody, no matter what the situation is, no matter why you think you have to stay, you may have to for a minute, you got to work on digging that escape tunnel. And what's the escape plan? Or maybe I'm going to do this five years. I'll be able to retire, whatever it's going to be. You just can't. I mean, listen, I, maybe there is a way to, if you're making that much money, we could do it forever. I don't know. I always think there's a, a what Kelsey, a, a what a workaround, a workaround. I was going to say, always it. Think I was there's ready. a workaround. no matter what, there's a workaround, but I'm saying to my friend, I'm like, you know, I remind her, I'm like, remember that you have an exit plan. You're building a business. These two A-listers are like A-plus listers. They're legends. I'm like, you're lucky in one career to work with one, let alone two. And because of them, you're on the phone with the executives at iHeart, the executives at YouTube. I'm like, I, I don't think I could get on the phone with those people. Maybe with through UTA and Maria. I'm like, but I couldn't. I'm like, and look at you. I said, you know, because of your proximity to these people, I'm like, and it's building towards something. So remember, nothing is real. And she'll say to me, oh, my God, thank you for reminding me. Thank you. Okay. And then right back to it. So I think sometimes having those people around you to remind you. And so I told, the, you know, this young person today, I'm like, Maria and I were coaching. I said, listen, <laughs> laugh. At, you know, don't, don't. They're going to pull every trick in the book. But no, you can go out and make your own film today. Put on your own. You don't need them. You can do your own YouTube channel. You don't. Yes, they can make. They can help you along a little further. They can also trip you up and mess with you a little bit, but not in the big picture. You know. So try to remember that. Um, we'll take one more break, and then let's go over a little what Deepak he said something that was kind of really spoke to the fat head in me, especially the male in me. Um, that it's yeah. It's kind of an, as I always call a crotch shot because you go, oh, I don't want to have to. This is so true what he said. And I'm like, I don't really want to own that or apply it, but I do need to. Okay, you guys, 
a lot more. Guess it's not an RGF light after all. Kels, any takeaway? And by the way, Kels, you were at an industry little industry event last night. This I haven't done many name yeah, drops yet. You you had a lot of name drops. Yeah, I did have a lot of name drops. Right. right? All right. So when we come back, okay. I want to talk about your event. I want to hear all your okay. name drops. Be ready. Okay. <laughs> Deal. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. She's crazy like I don't like thinking about Boney M not being here anymore. I know, it's so sad. The girls just doing their little snaps at the hips, just warming up. But look at him. And he's going full throttle full already. Throttle. <laughs> he's going total hand total John Ham, Kelsey. Total John Ham. <laughs> totally him. Oh my god, that's so grit. Wow. I want that jacket. Jacket is, yeah. Jacket's good. I'm more into the, I'd like the, I think I like the shiny pants pulled up high myself for me. And his, he's got these really comfortable dancing shoes. Yeah, we need those. Oh, the splits. Man, can you move? Carolina, can you dance like this? Yeah, Carol. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. I can do a little dance. Can you do it? Well, didn't we have somebody who said they could do this dance, Kelsey, at one point? It was Carolina. No? It was was not me. Was it not you? It was someone from RGF. I remember we... Oh, you know who it was? It was Gabby. Gabby used to be about our... One of our old interns, Gabby, used to be a ballerina. That's what it was. she said she can do it? Yeah. Was she on RGF with us? (laughs) Yeah, she was on RGF with us. She came into the studio for a couple days. So. Oh, now he's doing robot. Look at this. Okay, Kelsey. We'll lower this a little bit. Let's keep, let's let this play out. Kels, tell me last night, all the name drops, start with what the event was. I know I, I approved wardrobe. You looked very fab. You did not respond to me. So you didn't approve I didn't need to. You looked great. I told you when you were here, when you, you know, I I was like, furry um, coat you had. Yeah, that's true. That was my warm jacket. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was, to be honest, I didn't really know what I was going to. My friend Rod was hosting it and he was like, oh, it's something for a charity for Lance Bass. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. He was like, do you want to be my like plus one? And I was like, yeah, would love to. Um, Better than being the backup. 
Like that's before. right. That's right. Let's and see so when you're then, around your own. So mm-hmm. people you belong with. Okay, continue. Yeah, no more backup. But so the best part is I go and park at their hotel. They're staying at the one. Get out of my car. Bump into Jennifer Coolidge. And hey, I Jennifer. was like, <gasps> and from White Lotus, and from White from, Lotus, and um, from American Pie, and from uh, and currently Legally Old Navy Blonde. Legally Blonde, and she's yeah. in that new movie with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Um, but you guys oh, would have been never so proud of working. me. Oh yeah, she's incredible. But you guys would have been proud of me because I was. It really was just me in the parking lot with her, and then like two of her people. And so I was like, oh, Jennifer, I love you. I, I don't know if I said I love you. I said I love your work or love Dwight Lotus. But then I was like, oh, also, by the way, I produced Maruma Nunez's podcast and we've been dying to get you on. I've reached out a couple of times. I haven't heard back. And she kind of stopped and was like, oh, my gosh, I would love to. And so then it She's was funny. Probably, because- She's super genuine. Oh, so she was. She literally. She I really. Her I, know, like, I know her a little. I know her a little bit. So, but she stopped you know. and actually like looked me in the eyes yeah, and was like, genuine. "No, I would really love to." That's why it she's such just a like, oh, hi. great actress. And by the way, I think it works for her career too because I don't think she cares. Oh, like she's not and, very attached to the outcome. Right. Yeah, you know, she's, she's very. She just kind of goes along, and that's who she is. So Beth Bears, I love it. Who um, I've known forever. Right? back to work. She was working at the Geffen Theater her junior year in college. Um, but she was on Beth's show. So when every time Beth has events, little get-togethers, uh, Jennifer goes and, you know, we talk. And, yeah, she just – yeah, she's just genuine. She's just honest, just lets it hang out. And she's very similar to the, her – Her characters. Like, she's yeah. very typecast, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the vibe I got. and I But I was just like – it's funny because she's one of those people that – I, I really like really like her. I've always liked her, but I like just appreciate that part of her. Yeah. That's what I've I'm like, she seems detached and just like rides the wave and I freaking love it. And she's honest. And so anyways, I was so excited. Um, and then the fact that she like was genuinely interested, she was like, yes, I would love to. But then after that, I was like, crap, what do I do now? Cause I can't ask her for her number. So then Maria gave me a nice tip on how to close. She how was do like, you close? okay. So then she, she said, Kelsey, this is what you do next. You say, okay, great is there someone who I who's like a better contact for you that I could reach out to then and that's how you do it instead of just kind of uh, leaving it open-ended now, coincidentally we share the same publicist so we're good it was perfect because apparently so then Carolina was helping me this morning because she looked in her database and it was not the same as who I was pitching to and I was like wait a second we know him so anyways yeah so that so was perfect. very exciting By it worked way, out very you know, well from Xavier Dogba to you know talking about the no, det- you know, I've really been practicing or trying to practice the releasement from attachments to outcome. But your purpose is a path lit up by your joy, and you know, do not have a destination in mind. You can have some milestones that guide the path, but not the. Don't be thinking about the destination. Don't be thinking about the outcome. Don't be thinking about, you know, from my conversations with Jennifer, it's never, mm-hmm. if only I get the Oscar, I'll never get the right, Oscar. I really right. want to get an Emmy. I mean, I remember hearing from Bette Midler. She's like, I, I'll never get the get an Oscar. Those days have passed. This was a few years ago. She was talking to Marie, and I'm like, you're Bette Midler. You're super talented. You can sing. You know, who even knows the roles you could grow into? And But when you put that out there, your attachment to the outcome, be it good or bad. You know, we always think the bad, you manifest the bad, but even the good, mm. I don't think is a, 
is the best way to be. I, I really don't. I, you know, I think it's just day to day being present and hey, that would be nice, but and be and have a little milestones guide you right. that you're going in the right direction. But yeah, she's a great example. I don't I've never heard her talk like that. No. I mean, even when she was giving her speech at the goal, after winning the Golden Globe, she was kind of just like, yeah, OK, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's really I was like, and you're it works, amazing. And it really works. So may all of us be able to practice more. OK. Yeah. Who else? OK, so then we get there and it was a random group of people. So it was like a bunch all of randos. Of the, bunch of randos. No. So it was it's NSYNC, right? That. Nick and I think, so, yeah. I think so too. It's not Backstreet Boys. I think it's insane. They were a little bit like older than me, so I was yeah. not fangirling as they're a little older than people. me too. Totally. Yeah. I'm totally. all One Direction. That, that right. was like I, came I up mean, with I was a direction. Joe Bro girl, but you so were with Jonas like, Brothers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it was all of them. So it was like Ryan Cabrera, Carolina. That's not like laughing at no. We love them. We love it. Love them all. Love Jonas Brothers. Love One Direction. I'm loving it. Carolina. But so it was like that whole that whole squad. It wasn't like Ryan Cabrera was there. Uh, oh, he's Nick. a friend of ours. He, he's so sweet. Um, Nick, I, I AJ. You know, we, he's a friend of mine. You should have mentioned me. It's funny because I don't know. This event was kind of a hot mess. And thank God me and then my friend Beth, who have like both are producers, were in the back because I had to like shove Ryan Cabrera on stage because no one was back there telling people to go. So it was funny. So in other words, like, it was millennial run. Correct. It was I a was millennial like, run so event. You guys, are, you guys are lucky so that we're here. Yeah, yeah, the event got millennial, except for it didn't because this millennial saved well, me. Well, you've you been trained much. differently. That's true. Very true. So... It was all of them. And who else? Oh, David Archuleta, sweet boy, runner up on American Idol. Okay. Um, he was sweet. And then, oh, and then Dr. Drew. It was funny. I ran into Dr. Drew, who used hey, to come Dr. to Extra Drew. all the time. So Do I was like, oh. You? Yeah, he did. Well, after I said who I was, he was kind of like, gave me the little like I mean, cocked head. And then he was like, people. oh, Lisa G's old assistant. Um, and then he's like, what are you doing now? I said, I'm producing Maria's show. He said, I love Maria. So we're going to get Dr. Drew in the studio. Um soon so that was so it was fun it was a lot of lessons though talk about energy you guys like it was such an interesting event because it was for um a charity but it was like basically a memorial kind of like remembering aaron carter Carter, and people were allowed to buy tickets so the general public was there and like the energy was just so weird and everyone Mm. was like more like random fans were like morning Aaron, which I don't think is bad, but it was just like heavy. And like, even this girl, we were upstairs and this girl walked by and was like, I don't think anyone should be talking because this is for Aaron. And, um, he was one of my friends and I was like, girl, we're in like a club. What are you talking about? I just, it was so wild. It's just because everyone just has to be significant in the moment. Exactly. Exactly. So my friend Beth and I midway through went next door and um, got some fries and a water and had to like cleanse our energy. We were like, we, we got to take a break for a well, second. Again, it wasn't, again, this is more inside baseball, but I, but when you do those events and you're going to open it to fans, and it's a fundraiser, then that's fine. But then you have the talent is backstage, you know, away from everybody. Right. Unless it's a, and then even if it's a meet and greet, there's a reason why they put tables up because you have right. a little separation. So it's just, yeah, it's a little odd. 
you know. Yeah, it was, I mean, because even they were, because it's it's Lance Bass's bar, so he had it separated, but it was still very, I don't know, it was very interesting. And then it was funny because we left and like all the paparazzi were outside. They were like, hey, is Aaron's baby? Because it was Aaron's twin, oh. Angel was there. And they were like, oh my God, is Aaron's baby mama here? And I was just like, can you guys like leave these people alone? This is so crazy. I mean, I, I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know why we have paparazzi anymore i mean yeah someone's gonna watch those clips on tmz i just don't yes. know how much money they really make anymore i know yeah. right I don't know. and i also don't i just don't know your the generation under you cares less and less the generation under them is not going to care i'm oh. estimating i used to say it's going to be 50 percent celebrity and 50 percent non-celebrities in our future might even mm-hmm. end up being more and what i mean by celebrity is that you know everyone will have some kind of following some bigger than others but the days of the big, big A-listers, once whoever's left is gone, you're not going to see anymore. I, I, I think I think it's going to be like probably what theater was like in the 1700s or 1800s. You know, people, yeah. some of those people were locally famous, mm. but it wasn't as big a, a deal. You know, yeah. that wasn't, so, yeah, I, so I don't know. It's interesting. I, I, they did yeah. raise a lot of money I for digress. that charity what? and like they talked a lot about mental health, which was really, really cool and getting people, especially like talking about it earlier um, as kids are actually growing up, which I think is so important, obviously. Yeah. So that was, so it was nice. So the whole sentiment was like really nice, but it was, yeah, it was interesting. But I got to see Jennifer Coolidge and uh, Nick, Nick Carter um, photobombed our pick. So he looks like he's literally 31 and I was like, Whoever's doing your work is doing a great job. Hey, by the way, did you like its bar? Yeah, I mean it's WeHo. It, like I haven't. I, I was like, like the idea right. bar. You know, that's all yeah. I want is some kind of brick and mortar. If listen, I yeah. want either a coffee shop, a pizza shop, Kevin and Kelsey's Pizza featuring Pooja right. and Anna Lane and Carolina. Right, now, right, right. Or the coffee shop. Or I mean, maybe oh. Lance will let us be partners, Kev. No, we need our own deal. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm Kels, right. I'm telling you, the easy play I'm telling you is Kev and Kels speaker and pagers emporium. <laughs> I'm in. You know I'm in. We sell pagers, right? Beepers. Right. Okay. Okay. Speakers. Like okay. really dope AF speakers. Love it. Giant, giant sound systems. Okay. All of it. Okay. You know what's going to be great about it? What? No one will come to the store, so we really won't have to work. Amazing. So we just <laughs> we just show up. Yeah. It's, and it's just all comedy all day. Oh, I love it. My dream. Yeah, Perfect. it is the guy comedy all day. Say, yeah, you know, ah, just something to get away from the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget this one guy, like his garage was just filled with cars with the engines out of them. And tools and just junk and engine parts all over the ground, no rhyme or reason. And I remember saying, like, what, like, what? It's don't, don't you ever want to complete one of them? Like, put it, no, nah, just, no, nah, it's just all about getting away from being able to get away from the old lady. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay. Deepak Chopra said, you will be 90% happier. If you abandon the need to be right, which I think he's totally wrong, and I'm going to prove you why. Totally wrong. <laughs> no, it's so true. Yeah, that hit me too. Oof. 
Same and by the way, and then how many of the fatheads will die to be right? Oh. Even scary, walk away from them. I, I grew I, up with one. I was about to say that quote to my dad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I say, listen, dad. At some point, you know, He's Kelsey, you can, with Deepak Chopra under it, at some point at the right time, if sent with lo- an intention of love. Yeah. You know how you send it to your dad? You send it where you make it appear you learned the lesson for you. Mm. Your dad, I always think I'm right, but this quote has really made me think of things differently. And then maybe that, yes, because then his ego is not being attacked. That's smart. And then he responds to your humility. Yeah. That's what I kind of did with, because I knew he would like Trevor Moad. And I was like, I learned so much about staying neutral, about sending him that. And he loved it. So that's a great idea. It's a good way to go at it. One of the ways Maria and I differ when we approach people we're trying to help is I'll always be upfront about all my shortcomings. Mm. But... It's a way to disarm them, to know I'm not judging them, to know, you know I've made the mistakes too. And then maybe they'll trust in me that I, because I've been through it, I have a path to get out of it. But you're in good hands. I've been through it. So you're not. And, and more than likely, if I, if, if, if I think they're in better shape than me or they've made less mistakes than me, I'll highlight that too. Um, but that's interesting. Abandon the need to be right. Oof, that's tough to remember and it's tough to practice, but I agree with it. 90% happier. Yeah. And for you guys, um, this episode airs this Wednesday with Deepak and it was a really, really good episode. We He dropped a lot of um, really good gems and I think Maria did a really great job too with like really going in and making him actually explain because with Deepak sometimes, I mean, he vibes at such a high level that I'm like, what well, are you saying? Do. I think Xavier Dogba is like that too. I think Dr. Kim DeRama is like that. I think Joe Dispenza is like that. And Deepak Chopra is like that. A lot of them are like that where it's hard to sometimes understand the meaning. But I've been told your brain picks up the subtext. But I also think that if you listen long enough, you'll get it. And then sometimes I think you get the messages at the time in your life, you're ready to hear them. So I've talked about that too, where you've got someone's like, you got to read this book, you got to read this book. And then you read the book, you're like, yeah. Or oh, you got to see this movie, you got to see it. And then later in life, you read that book or you see that movie and you're like, oh, oh my God, I get it now. Because I think there's a time and a place to hear the messages and to receive the messages. So, yeah, you have to be patient, you know, to go through these things. So that's why I used to like doing the interviews. I didn't like it because it was a lot of work. But what I liked was taking the regular guy approach and say, okay, okay, in English, doc. Like they see on the old TV crime dog dramas, you know. In English, that's true. In English, doc. Um, well, listen, kids, let's wrap it up. Maybe we'll do a little RGF bonus. But let's, uh, let's get out of here now. Listen, very exciting news. Our queen of queens. Ava Max. That's right. As a new hit single. That's right. Kelsey and Pooja love it. Um, I'm a little bit lukewarm, but again, <laughs> no, listen to me. How do you come off all the Queens, her hit anthem? I mean, it's right, such a huge right. song. How do you follow up? And maybe it's one right. of the I need to hear. So let's go out with that, shall we, kids? You know, Kev, I had to listen what? to it. I listened to it, honestly a couple times before I was like, this is a banger. Wow. This is fun. The Got first it. time I was like, meh. And now big fan. So Interesting. give it a couple more times. All right. All right. Let's pull it up. And um, 
and say goodbye. So, Sad. Kirilino, if you'd be so kind. And then, Kelsey, while Kira, K- Kirilina is pulling that up, <laughs> Kelsey, what are you doing? What's the weekend plans? What are we doing? What am I doing? Still just being chill? Chillish? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm over. It's so funny because I've mentioned this on the Deepak um, episode. It was funny. Maria and I both sent each other. We were both listening to Esther Hicks the same morning, but like we're listening to different episodes or different little things from her. And Maria's was talking about... Um, vibrational Esther was talking about being a vibrational snob and like you are vibing at such a high like high level or like want to be there and so it's like people aren't jiving with you and she was like and that's okay so anyways I I it was nice for me to hear that because I've been feeling that I'm gonna be a vibrational snob and hang out with myself and go to acupuncture well I think it doesn't just go back to energy yeah, you know, like just what energy is gonna bring you up? What's gonna take you down? Okay. Also, this is—I haven't heard this one. This is not the one I was thinking. But shout out to Ava and her new album. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, what's your song? No, no, no. Hold on, because this is what I've been hearing. And like I said, I like it, but I'm not. Hold, stop the presses. Oh no, dancing's done is mine. Dancing's done, but this one's fun. One of us. No one tells you the cost of paradise. They sure don't. I want dancing is done. Do you guys mind? I, I apologize for this glitch, this technical glitch we're about to experience. Carolina, <laughs> dancing is done. Look at that. Dancing's right done. Up Ava Max. So huge. Only no, this one, you're going to love it. Million views. Yeah, official. Here article. we go. Here we go. Okay. By the way, Kelsey. I know this is the boomer asking. Is dancing done? Dancing is not done. Okay, so then explain the song to me. Have you dissected it yet? I honestly haven't. Because we know the other song is all about everyone's a queen. Well, maybe she doesn't want to dance anymore. I still want to dance, though. Maybe I'm chuggy. I don't know. No, you're totally healthy. Oh, my God. This song is... Good. I like the beat. Oh my god, this beat is totally grit. Where do we go where the when the dancing's done? Oh, got it. Where where are the after hours? I think it's more symbolic. I think what she's saying is after the fun, like where where do we go? Exactly. Right, exactly. metaphorically speaking. Exactly. What are you doing this weekend, Kev? Me, I'm gonna be the usual snake, baby. Yep, moving and grooving. Move, on a moving groove. I got. Um, Love it. Friday, me and Queenie, we'll go paint the town, and then um, Saturday paint night, big producer friend of ours uh, is having a birthday, which is always becomes a who's who of legendary people, which I like better. So. so you'll have some name drops for us then next yeah. week. Yeah, then maybe Sunday. I don't know. We watched the menu last week for a movie. Good, good movie. But I, I tell you, Violent Night was the best movie I've seen so far. It's I just, so I, I good. I really miss good movies. Uh, you know, I know all of, a lot of the great writers are over in TV. So I don't know. Yeah, but TV's been Listen, great. cautiously optimistic about Milf 
the, da- the ma- dating milf show on TLC. I have yes. not heard about this. It's all mi- milfs <gasps> who are in a house, and they pair them with all these young horny guys with <gasps> these young horny with these old, older horny milfs, and get the twist. Here's the <gasps> twist: the milfs' sons are in the each one's son. No. Is so it's extra creepy. I'm excited. My best friend's personal trainer is on the show. No. (laughs) Carolina, stop the presses. So we've got an inside. Because Queenie's like, Kevin, I don't know. I'm like, Maria, please, I need this. I'm on 9 Day Fiance, the tell-all right now. And the stuff that goes on in this tell-all, you guys, we should go into bonus. I bring up the bonus music. But the stuff that goes on, uh, I, I was watching it this week. Let me lay this out for you. So this is a character, Usman, who's from an African country. Young guy. His, his alter name is Soldier Boy. As a, he's a, he's a, um, a performing artist. And he has an affinity for a certain type of women in their mid to late 50s who just spoil him, give him tons of money. He's on his second one. And, but he said, I need to have an heir. I need to have a child. So... Um, I either need to have a surrogate carry the baby or raise it, but, or I'll get a second wife. So during the tell all, they roll a video where he goes out and he meets this beautiful African girl. She must be about 19 or 20, feel like 19 to 22. Nice arrangement with the parents. And she, she's like, yes. Okay. Okay. I'm very open to, yes, your other wife, but we'll get married first. We'll have the babies first and then you can, you can marry the, the lady from the United States. And I'm just, my jaw is out of my career. There's nothing better than in life than this show. This show just never stops, never stops delivering. So it ends this week, but I really want to go into this MILF show. But I just wonder if now it might be too creepy knowing that the sons are going to be part of That's the... That's freaky to me. Right? Well, we're I, definitely I just weird. need you... No, I need this you to get the, on Abbott Elementary and start watching that. Okay, but that's just comedy. No it's not, I don't want to say just. It's comedy. It's comedy writing. It's fine, Kelsey. But I want to talk to you about it. All right. All right. I'll do that. But but how do I how do I walk away from... Listen, TLC, I try to explain to people, this is the place. When we were doing the Tomorrow Show, they literally had a show titled My Baby's Head Won't Stop Growing. What is wrong with people? <laughs> I love Kelsey. Such good content. So, anyway, I'm really excited for Sunday night, this MILF show. Um, I'm hoping it delivers because we just, I don't know, we just like the mindless stuff to, I don't know, at the end of your day. And it's only one day a week, people. I, of course, if I had my way, keep the 90 day fiance going. Keep they do going. make it year round, but I would need it multiple nights. No, Sorry. I will say too, um, the 49ers and the Cowboys are playing. No, there's yeah, a lot of good football. So you know, we'll be watching Queenie. that. Queenie, if it's not Boston, she's out. <laughs> she just doesn't care. She's out. She's such a homer. I can't yeah. get her back. Nothing. No sport. She's out. Unless it's I guess a, I get that. Unless it's Seahawks or Niners, I don't really care either. I mean, she is just, it's Patriots, Celtics, Red Sox, Bruins. That's it. Don't even talk to me. It doesn't matter. Floor <laughs> seeds. It doesn't matter. I, you know, and I'm different. I love all teams yeah. and all sports. I, I, you know, it's so fun. It's, it's so back fun. to me because I'm such a Boston people are so crazy for sports. I love it when it's not my team. It's so less stressful. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Anyways. What a surprise. So, 
We all have Carolina, what's up for you for the weekend? Carolina. Hello, Carolina. I'm going to two goodbye parties. Two of my friends are moving to New York. Bye, B. Bye, Bye B. B. Bye, B. Bye, B. See you later, guys. So are they going to, what is it, Kelsey? Are they, I mean, Carolina, are they going to adult? Are they going to adult? Meaning, like, is it an, an adulting move? Is it, oh. you know, is it like, all right, yes. I'm done with LA, so I got to go be an adult now? Or is it jobs? What is it? Just like they're done with LA. One's moving for a girlfriend, um, and the other moves are moving because she's over LA, which I'm telling I can you, understand listen, sometimes. Logan's Run was a movie in the 70s. I know they brought the series back, whatever, but wasn't it? It was, I think it was based on After 30, they just killed you. The government, like it was something like that. Oh my God. But I'm telling you, again, this is going to make me totally genderist. But remember, I am a queen as I right. say this. I'm, right, you right. Know, I'm, a, I'm a queen slash king. I'm actually queen adjacent. But as a queen, I will say to you, I, I don't like any, I don't like any single woman here under 35. I really don't. Unless you're family out here, I just no. Go be with humans. <laughs> go be with people who aren't. Uh, it's funny. We still always get real, real uh, revelations constantly. Like we we had one the other day. We got a random text from somebody, and I thought, wow, finally reaching out. After everything you've done for this person, whatever, not that, I, again, don't expect it, but I thought my logical brain, it was just, hey, we haven't talked. I just thought it was nice. Sure enough, like, I don't know, within moments, it was, is it possible for me to, whatever, have the, your, your you know, the, <laughs> the title to your Trans Am? I mean, do you know what I mean? It was like, and Maria just said, Kevin, yep. it's just most of the people out here. It's just, mm-hmm. it's all about the opportunity. It's all, it's, you know, and, Mary um, yeah it's exhausting we all it is so we all have to find you know you find your oasis you find your fiefdom you, you find your people few and far between but yeah it's tough it's tough so i always every time i hear especially females that it's like good you had your fun like that's what your 20s is for travel the world right you know go be in unsafe places not too unsafe yeah I, like i get it but then it's like at some point i just no i just go be with humans you know, people who respect, have respect, and, you know, they see life a little differently. So, I don't know. Now I've digressed again. Okay, you guys. Well, try uh, even in our Oh, well, Kev, wait. I forgot what? to tell you. I do have a birthday party tomorrow if you're trying to come with. We could take a party bus. It's going to be a birthday scavenger hunt. Wait, you go. Wait, how did you go from I'm gonna preserve my energy all weekend? To, I forgot I'm about going that. Going on a birthday that's, scavenger hunt. That's, that's a still huge Friday, event. and I'll probably pop in. I know I'm gonna leave early because I'm not trying to stay late. But like, if you, you want to go to bu- the so people me. jump on a bus to go to find. Oh no, everyone. No, there's no there's no party bus. I was saying that you and okay, I. Okay, but how do you one. scavenge? <laughs> how does that work? I have no. I actually have no idea. I have like no, I'm no part in the plans, which is amazing because I don't want to be. Um, but she said, show up. She's doing a dual birthday party and there's going to be a scavenger hunt. And I was like, okay. All right. Sure. Well, listen, good material for next week's show. <laughs> exactly. I'm excited to hear about it. Oh my goodness. Well, people try to remember at the very <laughs> least why I'd like to think we're here. Learn from mistakes, have a few laughs and try to help each other or something like that. I don't know. What do I know, kids? You know a lot of things. Uh, well, hmm. yes and no. Oh, there's Winnie too. Okay, you guys. Well, um, who wants to do the honors? Carolina did really well last. Hi, right, Carolina, if you would, please. All right. 
by Betches. Yeah. Mm. Nice. It's got to be Bet. Betch. Bet? Betch. Betch. You know what it is, Kelsey? You Betch. nailed it, Nick. Just, again, I just don't like how you be, are becoming more human. I don't <laughs> like it. I liked it better when you were opportunist sorority girl. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you did the, it's the bottom jaw. Betch. Betch. Batch. 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 Yeah. Batch. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot more fun back then. And then, you know, like Winnie, I make, you know, this whole thing, you and Winnie, Winnie, we were talking about last night too. It's brought up the mother in you. All these things are taking you away from the cool factor. (laughs) I know. I know. I mean, I even wore blazers. I was so sad you missed my outfits earlier this week, Kev, because I, I was said they were totally so professional. I, I texted cool. you. I said they were totally grit. I said that. Oh, you did. <laughs> yes. You even you saw my full pantsuit. I wore pantsuit. Wait, I didn't see the pantsuit. No, because you said long jacket with the the kind of skirt. You said what? The leather jacket with the plaid skirt. Oh yeah, no, that was cool. But that was so on grit. Tuesday, I wore, a, I had a cool pantsuit <laughs> that you would have really liked. Carolina, was it grit? I didn't see it. Yes, it was very right. cute. It was great. It grit. was grit. It was grit. Sorry, I muted Carolina because the chicken was getting oh, that's loud. Interesting. Wait a second, does that did, did, have? God, is grit already out where it's now Groot? Oh, maybe. Like grit when it's grit and cute. Oh, I'm looking it up. Know. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Wow. Groot. I think that's probably the, it's the gen under Gen Z that says Groot. Got it. Got we, it. we and Gen Z that say grit. It's totally grit. Oh, got it. Totally grit. Totally grit. Yeah, because I got called out when I said crisp. They're like, that's chuggy now. I guess crisp <laughs> is it. So it's now about being totally grit. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. can say that. But I still, when I say crisp to some of my 30, 35, they're cool with it. But when I said it to someone who was 17, 18, they, know, they were like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so huh. and then I heard them say something. Yeah, like, oh, my God, that's so grit. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know what, what was a new one that I heard the other day that was fun from like a 21-year-old? Um, it was actually this morning. He was saying that someone didn't know him, and he was like, oh, clearly they're not a fan. Like, he's oh, that's just a normal. Old. But he's that's just old. a normal person. I've never heard anyone like yeah, a normal no, 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 person that's say old. they're not a fan. Not a, not a fan. Not a fan has been around a long time. No, he was saying they're not a fan of him. Yeah. So, yeah and I was I like, I'm going to start though. using that. Like, if someone doesn't know me, he's like, like I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, they're clearly not a fan. Yeah, no, no. Like, I've, a fan heard, of I've heard it before, but that's feel free oh. to use it. That's okay. Mm. There's certain things that stand the test of time. Wow. Well, that was. I thought that was fun. I was like, oh, I want someone to be my fan. All right, everyone, have a wonderful weekend. And um, <laughs> we'll talk to you shortly. Bye, Biz. Hey, Hill Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.